Hey, everybody, welcome into the Raw Knuckles podcast. We'd really appreciate it if you'd like, subscribe, and share with a friend. What I got to ask you, have you had a talk with Uri Slepkowski yet about keeping his fucking head up? <laughs> no. I asked him, I said, how many, how many dinners do you want to buy me there, big guy? Like, <laughs> keep your head down, I'll take your free dinners, man. <laughs> he always gets to the bench, thank you, buddy. I'm like, like yeah. when I stepped on the ice, I never backed down and I never stayed down. And I was vicious, and I was malicious, and I don't care. I'm alive. He's a freaking madman. Look at him going to town. That'll be a suspension. That'll be a fine. Alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. Welcome uh, to the Raw Knuckles Podcast, Abba. Awesome to have you, buddy. Um, really appreciate you joining us. Say hi to Tim Stapleton, my partner, Tim. How's it going, Tim? Good, you? Thanks for coming on. This is awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Timothy played in the NHL. He played uh, in Toronto and um, in Winnipeg. And then he spent some time over in Russia, which is uh, a whole different thing uh, in and of itself. But anyway, let's get going here. And um, geez, you've taken this city by storm. And I love it because I love the way you play. I love your attitude. you got the old school in you. But I want to, I, I guess I want to go back just to the beginning, growing up in Hamilton. Both your parents, Eastern European, um, your dad, Albanian, your mom uh, uh, from Czechoslovakia. And, and they come to Canada, they meet anyway, and then they start a family. All right. Who is it that gets Abba interested in hockey? Was it Abba or did... Dad get you involved in sports? Mom, what happened there? No, it was my mom. She uh it was a big thing in Czech for them to them to be playing hockey. Like her brothers played hockey and her dad always like brought them to the ice rinks in the winter and he was in goalie and she loved hockey, so she said there's no way he's not he's not gonna play hockey because I remember when I started I was I was always crying and trying to get off the ice and I was like no I don't want to do this but she was like there's no way like he's he's gonna be a hockey player and that's what she told my dad so is uh what kind of what kind of player was your uncle oh uh, I'm not sure I don't, I don't think she remembers too much but I don't know I don't know if he was the same type of, type of player as me <laughs> but yeah that's funny because I I love that that your mom um kind of pushed you to stay out there because you know, when we think of it, right, that we grew up over here, everything's great, you know, and they grew up in a time in countries that things were difficult. And certainly they had to work for everything they get. And obviously some of that rubbed off on you because when I look at the trajectory of your career and where you started and how you started, um, you know, you were a kid that, uh, you know, not as big as you are now, you were slight of build and you weren't drafted um, when you were young into the uh, OHL. And the story is that apparently you contemplated uh, quitting the game because you weren't drafted. What went on there? And was it mom that stepped in? Yeah. So at that point, I was like, I kind of had to make a choice. Rather, I could keep on trying and keep going or that was it. Because my parents were like, we're done. We're not like, if, if you're going to go all in, like we're going to support you all the way. And we'll be right behind you the whole, whole way through it. But 
if you're not going to give it your all, like then you're just stopped now. Cause you're just going to waste time and money, like invest it and go to school and start learning something and find a different career path. Cause if you want to put your head to this, we're going to, we'll be there for you a hundred percent of the time. And, and uh, so that was, that was kind of that. And I just chose to, to stay and, and give it my all. Cause they said, if you're just going to go halfway in, you weren't drafted. So there's like, you're, there's not a chance you're going to get, you're going to get anywhere. So you got to go all in and believe in yourself. So that was a big, So uh, you go all in, you go all in. And again, that uh, young kid slight of build tall, but not filled out yet. Did you start to hit the weights? Did you just grow into your body naturally? Or did you, did you get to work to get bigger? Yeah, so as when I played junior B my 16-year-old year, um, I knew what kind of player I wanted to be. I knew I wasn't going to be this offensive guy, this just only power play strictly guy. And I knew I always liked playing physical, so I had to I had to put on size. Like these guys were were way bigger and stronger than me, and I was I was still I was still competing physically, but I knew if I wanted to make a difference and go somewhere with hockey, I needed to I needed to put on weight. So that whole year I was, I was in the gym, I was hitting the weights and it was just putting on size. So I was eating like six meals a day. I was, I was telling my mom, I said, you gotta, you gotta give, you gotta give me food. Cause everything I researched, it was like, you can work out as much as you want, but if you're not eating, it's not, it's not going to do anything. Like you need to eat more calories every day. And so I was eating six meals a day. I, I'm telling you, I would sit at the table for two hours trying to finish this, trying to finish food. And I'm like now, like, cause I'm used to that now I can, I can eat, like, I have to stop myself from eating. I have to make sure I have a plate and that's it. Cause if I can eat for hours now, cause I just, I train myself to, to consume so much food. So that was, that was a big part was just eating and I was nonstop in the gym. Tim, did your family not feed you or something? Me? Tim? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm five, seven. I didn't, I, I can eat though. I can eat. I just don't get the benefits of growing out of it. But did you, uh, were you fighting then and like at that age? And like, when did that come about? Uh, I always liked fighting as a kid and my dad obviously on the liked street, on the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, uh, like a couple, a couple but, street fights, school yeah, fights. He's 30 not, and oh, 30 and oh on the street. <laughs> nothing, nothing too crazy, but. I always, I always just like that that tough role, and I always idolize those those tougher players. And I thought it was so cool how they could stick up for their teammates, or like they were like the scary guys in the league that like when they're on the ice, no one knew, everyone knew not to mess with uh, the other players. Like I always, I always loved that. And me and my brother, we always used to watch fight videos. So I think in in minor hockey, I was definitely like I would always, I would always seem to find a fight with like like we had cages on, but we were punching cages. Like we would always start brawls in spring tournaments. And it was just like, I don't know. We always, I was, I always had that fight in me. So, I mean, my, I actually started fighting in the OHL cause when we, that was when we got the visors. So, but in junior B, I had a couple fights, actually yeah, funny story. I, so I got, I got asked to play in the, uh, the junior B all-star game, 16 year old all-star game. And nothing was really going for me that game. Like I played okay, but nothing was happening. So at the end of the game, this guy slashed me like behind the net. So I was like, "Screw it, I'm 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 fighting." I'm so I lost their game. I tossed the mitts. I we we had a little little fight wrestling match, whatever you want to call it. But after the game, I had like three or four OHL scouts like asking for me, and I talked to all of them, and they're like, "What are you crazy? You're fighting an all star game?" And I was like, "Whatever, man. Like it, it got me to talk to you guys, so it's 
Yeah, who, 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 yeah. what fighter did you look up to aside from Chris being your hero? Who, who is he? Didn't even know me. <laughs> Come on, he was. You scored too many goals, Nux. That's the problem. <laughs> no, who, what are some fighters you looked, you like, you liked watching or looking up to? I liked them all. I liked, I liked Wilson. Wilson, he was, he was always one of those tougher guys who could also play too. Like, I liked, I liked those guys. I liked watching Lucic too. He was always tough and, even Delorier, like not too long ago, I I found out about him. Started watching his videos and like a bunch of those guys. So, yeah. so you know, you fight in that All Star game and still, still don't get uh, you know you don't get drafted. We look at the NHL. I mean, you played what the, the four years and three years in Kitchener. Um, you missed the one year where you worked at Costco. We get that, but you don't get. Uh, drafted to the O and then you don't get drafted to the NHL. Now, you know, I have a hard time when I think of scouts nowadays, because boy, they watch every kid in minor hockey, right? Growing up, they kind of know kids from their when they're with their triple A teams, everything. And, and you get overlooked in the O you go to the O you become one of the most feared players there. Apparently last year, everybody was scared shit of you. That's what I heard. And that's a good thing. But I, I just don't get how they o- overlook you. And then, you know, you have a great, you know, very good junior career. You, you know, you establish yourself physically, can fight, can play the game. And then you never get drafted in the NHL. How disappointing was that, the NHL piece? Honestly, I didn't, I didn't really look into it. After the whole OHL thing, I was like, if all these guys get picked and then like I made it, I made it and like I don't know, there's like eighty to ninety percent of the draft in the OHL that my age didn't make never made an OHL team and yeah. I found a way. So after that I was like I, I just didn't look at the drafts as as anything. I was like, This is all right. So yeah. so you 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 do you don't get drafted in the O. You have a great career, you go to the uh, Memorial Cup your last year, you you lose in the final. But then you don't get drafted by the NHL. Did you did you have the confidence at that point that, oh, I'm going to get there somehow? Or were you like, shit, is my dream of being an NHL player going to end here? How did it come about that the Canadians had that interest in you? Yeah, after my my second year in junior, my first year in junior, I, was, I wasn't the best and Obviously, I I was not as big as I was. I couldn't skate as well as I could now, or or anything like that. So that year was kind of like, like if this is how good I think OHL players are, I don't even want to know how good NHL players are. Like this is like a a dream that's too far to chase. And I think that year, my first year in the OHL, my goal was to was to play hockey as long as I could. Like I never said I want to play in the NHL. That was never a thing okay. that I said. I always just said I want to play hockey for like I want to try to make a career out of playing hockey. So after my second year, or after my my the last year when I came in, I came in and I said I want to play in the NHL because that was when I had. That was when I knew. Was that twenty one twenty two in in Kitchener? Yes. A- after the year after being at Costco. Yes. And then you're out of hockey. Of <laughs> you lose a year of development. And you, you know, most kids probably wouldn't have went to work. You did, which is impressive. But so that last year in Kitchener, and then you get traded to Hamilton. 
uh, partway through the season. Is, is that when you kind of made up your mind, I want to go to the NHL? Yeah, so after the, the Costco year, I was I did I did end up skating uh skating with a bunch of NHL players in the summer and AHL NHL and I was I, I was like I'm right there. I'm I'm right you know, there. I, I got guys. this. I fucking like, got this. Right? I'm right there. Like they're all telling me like they're all asking me where I got drafted and I was like I had never been I'm not drafted, like I'm a free agent. They're like, dude, like yeah. you're pretty you're pretty good, man. Like someone's gonna pick you up. So I just I just kept any little thing that someone someone said that it was like positive or like a good thing, I always kept that with me. Like, if they think I I can do it, like I could probably do it. So, like all the negative stuff, I would I would brush away. But any any small positive comment, like they they would say like, oh, like you're pretty good. Like, don't worry, you're gonna get drafted or whatever. And I would keep that with me and keep that in the back of my head. So that year when I came to Kitchener, I was like, I want I want to play in the NHL. What the whole Costco thing though? I need to. <laughs> It's not like you were like shooting slap shots off a dumpster and lunch break. And they just, go, they just like you were just like right, like you were, like. What's the can you clarify what the what yeah. the Costco thing was? Yeah, man, everyone everyone thinks that I didn't play hockey for the whole year. I just worked <laughs> yeah. at Costco, which is ridiculous because it got it got blown way out of proportion. And it's honestly it's pretty funny where it's came. So I don't I don't really care. But Does anyone like chirp you for it? Like, hey, we got clean up on aisle six. Go clean. <laughs> Yeah, a couple of guys on the ice were like, go yeah. back to Costco. Like, <laughs> I think Cassian told me that one time, so it was, it was pretty funny. But Yeah, he wishes you yeah. were at fucking Costco that night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So no question. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and we will get to that. Um, so uh, how is it that what how is it that the Canadian who found you with the Canadians? Who said this is the guy we want to invite him to training camp or rookie camp? And, and who was that guy and how was that experience? Yeah, so um, my second year in junior, the second half is when I kind of turned it on and I started playing like good defensive hockey. Like I was, I think I finished with a plus 28 that year. I had six goals. Like I was, I was doing well. Like that year, honestly, I thought maybe I would have got picked, but I think I was, I was on such a climb and then COVID hit. So it, we didn't get a playoffs. And I think if we if we did get a playoffs that year, I think I probably could have got picked. Depends how how deep we our team went, and we had a pretty good team that year. So after that, I started getting calls from NHL teams, and like even the one time, I remember Washington called me and I answered the phone. And I was like, I was like, Yo, what's up? And, <laughs> and it was like, and the guy's like, Dodge. Oh, it's blah blah from the Washington Capitals, and I froze like my heart sank. It was the first time I ever got a call from an NHL team. My heart sank to the ground, and I just froze for a second. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, what do I do?" And I was like, "Can you can you hear me?" Oh, sorry, I couldn't hear you. Like I, I had to, I had to kind of fake it. But that was probably my worst, my worst interview I've ever had over the phone. Like the guy probably thought I was like a. Like I didn't have any brain cells or anything because I I could not <laughs> I could not talk I was like why would I say that I was panicking but so after that year I started talking to teams and I remember Montreal they wanted to do a they wanted to do a Zoom call so we did a Zoom call and they said that was one of their most like pure and their best Zoom calls they had out of any kid they said like it didn't seem like you planned for this like I didn't I'd never planned for the Zoom calls I always I wanted them to see like the real me so. That was that was they that was a big thing for them how they noticed me, and then obviously COVID happened. There was no hockey for me, 
So then that year, um, a guy that worked for them, Matt Turk, he he's a GM for uh, Hamilton Bulldogs now, but he worked for them and he was a Hamilton guy. So I knew him from before. And he said, I think we're going to draft you. Like we might draft you in like the sixth round or six or seven, sixth round. Yeah. And then I remember they traded their pick away. So then he called me right after and said, we just traded the pick. Like, we're not going to take you, but um, we want you to come to our camp. So then I didn't hear from them for a whole year after that because COVID. And then after the draft, the, the third time around the draft, <laughs> didn't get picked mm-hmm. up again. And then after that, I got calls from a bunch of teams and they were they were just throwing out invites to their, to their camp. And then I ended up choosing uh, choosing to go to Montreal's because I knew obviously Matt Turk there, and he said a lot of guys like like my style of game. And obviously, I I noticed the D that that got them success, like the Weber, the Sherratt, Petrie, Edmondson. Like that is kind of like how I play also. So that was a big thing for me. I'm like, if they like those guys, then they're gonna like my style. Yeah. So Weber gone, Sherratt gone, right? Petrie gone, and and the halves you come to the the rookie camp and um the experience there where where you're like shit i'm here now did everything go out the window or how was the rookie camp your first rookie camp with that yeah that was that was a tough one because i didn't play for i didn't play a single hockey game for over a year right and the first game it was probably the fastest hockey i've ever played in my life i was like this is 110 miles an hour like i got rocked like bad twice, <laughs> like I got rocked and I'd never even been hit like that before. It was just cause I didn't know, like I wasn't used to my surroundings and like I'm used to doing skill drills all, all, uh, all year. And then I ended up playing a game. So that first game was kind of everything out the window. Who hit like, you? Who rocked you? <laughs> uh, Kaslik. He's on uh, Ottawa now. Okay. So he, okay. he rocked me twice that game after the game. Uh, Two of the guy, two of the uh, the player development guys said, one came up to me and he was uh, Rob Ramage and he was like, "You got yeah. rocked." He was like, "You got rocked," and I was like, "He's like, do you know that?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, Rammer, I know that." He's like, "We watched you, like all the guys up there watched you get rocked and you did nothing about it." And I like, they 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 didn't want me to go fight him, but you know, no, I get it. To, they wanted me to just like do something, like let them know that like, you're not gonna rock me. And then he's like, and then he got you again. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was so pissed off about that. I was like, well, that's can... good. He put that in to you, though. It's no, good he put that because it helped you, right? You I needed, needed it. that. Yeah. I needed that for sure. That was like best thing someone could have told me. So the next game, like second shift or something, I I go, I hit a guy. He's he hurt. I think he twisted his knee. Like I hit him pretty bad. And then Caslick looks at me, and I like scream at him. I'm like, we're going whip my mitts off, have a good fight with him. And then I would walk by, uh, after that game, I played pretty you well. You dropped so. him, right? You dropped yeah. him there, right? Yeah. No, that, that wasn't, that was, that, that was another that was, kid. That was, that was, uh, that one was this year. Okay. That was this my year. My first okay, rookie was, was last year. So, so we had a good fight or whatever. And then after that, I would walk by and then I would get props from, uh, from Rammer and <laughs> those guys are like, that's what we, that's what we like. So, so then actually, so they just kept me around and they kept cutting guys. I kept doing well. They kept me around. And then we get to my first preseason game against against the Leafs. And that was like, I'm starstruck, man. I'm like, 
Right. Okay, I'm, I'm working at Costco like five months ago. <laughs> yeah. And now, now I'm out front with John, John, Johnny Tavares. Like, like I, I was like, so you were filling his shop, yeah. shopping cart the year yeah, before. You're like, yeah. <laughs> produce. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working produce now. Net front with John, John Tavares, man. Like that game was, I don't know. I was, I was in like, I was lost that whole game. Like I was just looking in the clouds. Like, this is awesome. And like, I had, Tavares out front, and I didn't box him out because I was like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to hurt him type of thing. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah. So after that, after that game was over, I honestly you got think, another talking to. Yeah, I, I so I I played in the inner squad game after, and then my starstruck was out the window, like it, it was gone, not passed. So I actually, I actually did really well in the inner squad, and then I think maybe I was going to get sent home after that, and. After practice, I talked to uh, Richardson, the D coach at the time. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, like, I need another game. Like, you guys need to give me one more game, one more shot. I know you guys like me because you guys kept me here for this long. Like, I need to show you what I can do. Like, that game was – that wasn't me, man. Like, I was I was starstruck. Like, that's that's not me. That's awesome. So, so I, you went I had, to him. I had nothing to lose. I said – if. If he, he's either way, if they're going to send me home, they're going to send me home. So why not, why not try, try and ask? So I, I asked for another game and he went to the other coaches and told them that I came up to him and asked for another game. I don't know if that changed their decision. I don't know if I was going to play anyways, but then I get, I get another game against Ottawa and that game I was, I was a machine. Like I was, I was, I was feeling it. I was pl- playing the puck is exactly how I wanted to. I was running guys. I hit Stutzel. I hit. Hit cast like a few times, like I was playing good that game. After that yeah. game, I, I signed a contract. So that's awesome. That is you awesome. Know, awesome. Yeah, it is an awesome story, and I say that because I remember, and, and I don't blame you for freezing up. You know, I remember, you know, my my first NHL game in Atlanta when I got called up. Even even when I was in training camp, I was so out of place. I'm like, there's mm-hmm. Lafleur, there's yeah. shot, there's. All these Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers. I'm like, I'm like, I was like frozen. And then I go through the whole league and the American League fighting. And I get up my first NHL game. I froze again. I like threw it all out the window. And I was like, shit, I, I, I hope they don't send me down after seeing that. And the second game, I went, went out and did something about it. Right. So that that's awesome. You went to Richardson. And that says a lot about him. He's a good man anyway, Luke Richardson. And he probably went to bat for you and said, hey, let's give him one more game, right? And, you know, it's easy, the fighting thing, the tough thing, the sheriff thing. That's easy, right? To be a hockey player is a lot more difficult. And you've proven that already in the short, like this season, four goals, four assists already. You've, you've got on the power play. You've done a lot of good things that way. Like you can skate. You can make that first pass. Um, man. Like, so you can play. And I, I, I'm i still fucking dumbfounded over how they pass you over. I, I just, because you, you got to be able to project that. And I don't see how they couldn't see something in you. But I, anyway, regardless, you're here now. And, and, and you get here with the Canadians. And um, that, that first game, you make this team. We saw the fight in Ottawa. You fucking decked that kid. You skated right the penalty box. I loved it. I'm there. Who the hell is this guy? That was the first time I seen you when you fucking decked that guy. I'm there. Oh my God. I've been dying for that. I've been here. Listen, 
you know the way I play. But anyway, I've been here for 10 fucking years. And Brandon Pross was there and he fought. And, uh, and this team was notoriously small for years. And nobody, Pacioretty got hit. No one fucking went after Chara. You know, and I get it. He's the biggest guy in the league. But no one even fucking, there was nothing. you know, tried yeah, there to. Was nothing. I think someone went up and started patting his ass. Like, hey, uh, it was a tough, you know, like enough's enough. So I was impressed when I saw that. And I'm there, who is this kid? And then I tried to say your name when I read it. I'm there, what the fuck? How do you say that, right? So so we we get the name, finally get the name. But, you know, you get the nickname Sheriff, the Sheriff in the O, the new Sheriff in town. And, and then you get to the NHL and some little wise prick American defenseman gives, was, was it Wyman who give you the, yeah. the nickname Wi-Fi? That, <laughs> that's think, creative. It's yeah, creative, right? It is. I think he saw, he saw someone wrote it in the comment section and then he just took it and made it his own. So, yeah. <laughs> And now he's a funny kid. He's a great kid. We had him on the show, but I really like him. But that's funny. Um, uh, the Wi-Fi. We, we, we got it. Do you like that nickname? Uh, I mean, for fans, I think it's still a big thing, but I think in the room, it's it's kind of slipped Good. and it's it didn't really stick. So we got to find a fucking new one for you. That yeah, Wi-Fi stuff kinda... just don't go. Yeah, no, gotta, no. Uh, Tim, you got to come up with something. I got to think something with co- you know Costco. I don't, I'll think of <laughs> <No>. something. <laughs> <laughs> Costco no, I'm kid. Yeah, I'm kidding. So you so you go from riding buses in the O to. The NHL and one of the premier, <laughs> certainly, uh, organizations in the history of not just hockey and sports. Like, the the tradition and the history is so rich here. Now, you made your decision to come to Montreal Canadiens instead of Washington or this team or that team. Were you a Habs fan growing up? Were you a Leafs fan growing up? Let's hear it. A Habs fan. Ah, oh, come on, come on! Tell me the truth. Come on, me, me and fun. my dad. Me and my dad. Okay, you both have. So my, so my dad was a ha- my dad when he came to Canada, he started watching hockey because he's like, oh, this hockey is super popular here. Like, I, he never heard of hockey, and he liked Ty Domi. Yeah, but Ty Domi was his favorite player because he was Albanian and he was tough. Like, he loved his style, so that was his favorite player. And then he said, "Why? Why is everyone Leafs fans here?" Like. So then he switched, and he said, I'm going to be a Montreal fan. So he started being a Habs fan, and then I, I was just a Habs fan because of him. Like, I got jerseys at home, pictures. Like, I was a Habs fan my whole life. That's awesome. And you get to fulfill that dream, and you come to the Habs, you're here. How is it to be able to come to an organization like this? Your first year, you make the team, and, you know, getting on that plane with a big first-class seat, they feed you like a king. You must, you must just chow on the plane, and then, and then, locker room. The locker room. You, you got to cook, right? They, they cook your breakfast, lunch, dinner, everything, right? Yeah, the chefs are insane. It's it's insane. I remember I was, I was eating a steak on the plane, and I look over at Gooley because we sit we sit beside each other. I'm like, man, what the what the fuck are we doing right now? We're eating a steak on the private jet. What are we doing, man? Like, how is this just, how is this normal? How do we accept this to be normal, like, for our lives? Like, how? Like, this is like a treat, man. Like, we're sitting there, we're, like, eating a steak. I'm like, how is is this, how is this normal, man? How many steaks did you eat? How many steaks you eat? (laughs) Just, just one, man. (laughs) 
I'm a so, rookie, man. I can't be too, get caught eating too much. So you're a rookie when you get that, and and you're super grateful you're here, right? Oh yeah, it's 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 a dream come true, man. You know, you know what? Don't ever lose that. Keep your feet planted on the ground. You know that, exactly. and um, and you know, just keep doing what you're doing. I certainly love that, and you know what? What a great feeling it is because I've done it, but. How good is it to be able to go out there and stick up for your teammates and 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 to look at each and every one of them and know they fucking appreciate it, right? Oh, it's the best. Like there didn't want, there isn't one fucking guy on that team that does not appreciate what you do, right? It's the best feeling, man. Like Monahan was telling me the other day, he said, "Man, like that's that's the the best thing a guy could ever do is someone could go fight for one of his teammates. It's the number one thing that." that another teammate could do for each other, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, you're also playing, you're also scoring too, you know? It's like, that's pretty cool. Like you're on the power play a little bit. Is that, correct me if I'm wrong. That happened, right? Yeah. And that was the first first yeah. time you played power play? Yeah. I didn't play power play that's in awesome. my entire entire junior career <laughs> until last year because <laughs> I was an overager. So I started playing power play, like just some older guy. And then I ended up power playing like six or seven games in the NHL. So it's, that's awesome. And I ended up doing pretty well, so it was, it was good, man. But see see what happens there, right? And it's it, it's awesome because, you know, I've been here the last 10 years before um, Jeff Gordon, Kent Hughes, and uh, Martin St. Louis got here, okay? And it was, it, it was tough to watch some nights. And guys would make mistakes. They'd get their ass sat down. They'd end up in the minors. They couldn't call a guy up. Guys would get sat out. Now, you've been sat out a couple times this early going here, and I'm sure you were disappointed, but I, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm sure you were disappointed. If you weren't happy, if you were happy, then you probably shouldn't be here. But a couple games, you, you sat out, and you got eight defensemen and young guys, and Martin St. Louis finds a way to get everybody in the lineup. He don't like guys languishing too long on the sidelines, right? And how is it? How has it been with him leading the way? Like you've had a lot of coaches in your young career, your junior career, but but what's different about this guy? I heard everybody talk about him from from you know Suzuki to Caulfield. They talked about how important this guy was in the speech he had before. What is it about Martin St. Louis that he that guys really respect and, and love? I mean, he's just he's just such a pure and honest guy. Like his, there's no way else to put it. Like he's, he's so pure in everything he says. And I think I, he's, he's got the respect from every guy, obviously, because what he's done in his career and for a guy like that to, to do what he did, it's, that's pretty special to see. And I just like, if you hear that guy talk, it's just like everyone's zoned in at all times. Like it's like motivational, inspirational, like, man, he's just been amazing. And for the young guys, especially like, I've had tons of coaches like in my OHL career where I'd make a mistake. Like even when I was sixth, seventh defenseman on the team, I'd make one mistake. I'd be sitting there like that's my last shift of the game. Like I knew right away and I wouldn't play the rest of the game. But like, especially when you're rotating in and out of the lineup, you come in and your first couple shifts are going to be a little rusty. Maybe your first period's a little rusty, but you don't, you, he never, he never sits, he never sits you. Like you, you, you keep going until you get your your rhythm back. So it's he's been really good for the young guys and and allowing us to do that and get our confidence and and just keep our confidence throughout throughout the games. 
He's been there. He's a, he was a player. I, I used to mm-hmm. hate when coaches like that played would do something. I would be like, you played the fucking game. You, you know how this works. But yeah. it, it, it <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, but it sounds like he's instilling like, Hey, this is how I was when I played and he's experienced. Like you said, it's awesome. I still, I'm just laughing. Cause like you're so down to earth and your story's awesome. And I'm just thinking like you're at Costco and like your manager at Costco. And now you got St. Louis, your coach, like, it's got to be, it's got to be like, everything's just happening. And I think it's so oh, cool. I know. <laughs> and for me, it's like, so it's so hard for me because I, I can never soak in like what's happening or process it. I just, <laughs> I just kind of roll with it. And I'm like, at the end, probably when the season's over, I just sit, sit down for a second. I'm like, what just happened? Like, what was that? Like, how do I go from <laughs> Costco, Costco managers boss me around to playing for, oh, playing for St. Louis. Like it's, it's, it's all happening so fast. And it's just like, I got, I got no time to soak it in. I just got to go. So, you know, it's funny. I was talking to Martin one day uh, before the draft. No, after the draft, we were talking. And he said, we were talking about something. Your name come up. I talked to him before the draft, but I talked to him after the season started. And we were talking. And and your name come up. And he said, you know, Knuckles, he said, um, there's some guys that play hockey. And then there's some guys that are hockey players. Ab is a hockey player, and I was like, "Fucking!" It it blew me away. Like because I, that's so that's the kind of stuff you hear out of him. Not that normal coach speak that. No. And I he blew me away when he said it. And it makes sense, right? There are some guys that just fucking play hockey because oh, I'm making a living. I'm playing hockey. And then there's fucking hockey players, and you can see them, and you're one of those guys. And that's yeah. I mean, you couldn't get a better compliment. Um, oh, it's special, man. So all these young guys, I look at Gooley, like Gooley look like, honestly, you guys look like you've been playing in the league for like, like four or five years. Like you got your feet on you. And I, I say that because I've seen defensemen come through and it's a tough position to adjust to go from junior to the NHL level. What for you has been that biggest adjustment, you know, the biggest adjustment as a defenseman, because it's, you, you know, Connor McDavid coming at you one night and thank God then, you know, you only see him a couple of times a year, but that's not easy to defend a lot of speed in this league. Now, what's the biggest adjustment for you? Yeah, it's just all, all positional and, and your stick. I found that in junior, I was, I was able to, to poke the puck off guys so easily and, and at this level, like if I like at the start of the year, I would reach for pucks and they would burn me with passes, like no problem, like quick stick handle, boom, like because I would always look for guys in junior if they had their head down, I'd, I'd jump them, strip the puck from them every time. These guys have their head down, you go to strip it, and they're just so fast with moving their the stick and and also positionally, like that's a tough one too because any little error you make that you're out of position, like pucks in in your net, like it's nothing you can do. Like in junior, I would be charging guys in the corner, running guys, like, like no problem, just big bully. But here it's like, you can't do that. Like guys will pass up the point, grab you, grab your jersey, yank you, book it to the net, like D snaps on that. There's two guys out in front of the net and you're in the corner. Like it's stuff like that. Like you can't, you don't need a chase as a D man. Like you just got to be in the right position. So I think that's as, as I've, I've came along with these games. I think that's, that's a big thing that I've gotten better at and, that was a tough adjustment for for the first bit. As most of you know, I'm a dog person. I have a St. Bernard. Her name is Adele. Why do I feed Adele formula raw? Because I love her. 
I want to provide her with a healthy, well-balanced, locally sourced diet. A diet that consists of meat, chicken, fish, mixed with fruits and vegetables that her 140 pounds requires. I also feed her Formula Raw because it helps her overall energy, it helps her with allergies, and helps strengthen her overall immune system. Dimitri and Nick at Formula Raw have worked tirelessly over the last 10 years to perfect their recipe, and they've got it because you know how I know? Adele loves it. She never, never misses a meal, and she's a healthy, big, beautiful St. Bernard. What's a bigger thrill? What's a bigger thrill for you? Uh, you know, winning a fight or scoring a goal? What was scoring a goal like? Oh, Good scoring question, a goal. Not, <laughs> nothing beats a goal, but I don't know. It's the fights are fun too for me. I I like them, but I don't know. Like when you score, it's just it's a different feeling, man. It's it's great. And and you look at like I have I have four goals, and you look at Cole and Suzuki, like they're scoring every night, and you're like they get that feeling every night. Like must yeah. be nice, man. But you are uh, listen. You're, you're leading the league in rookies for defenseman scoring, which is like, come on, not drafted. Fucking pass over them. See you later. And there you are. And don't let this go to your fucking head. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, keep going. I love that. And one thing I noticed about you, and I talked to Tim a little bit about before it, is that you are getting your shots through the net. You don't take the big fucking windup. You know, because you don't have a lot of time in this league and a lot of shots get blocked, but yours find a way to get through because you don't hang on to it too long. So keep that going. But, um, you know, it's funny, Tim, you know, he asked that question because I played the game the way I did. I absolutely went fucking batshit when I scored a goal. <laughs> like, I, you would think every goal I scored was a winning goal because – and people, they ask me that a lot. Was it better, winning a fight or scoring a goal? I'm telling you, there's nothing, nothing oh, like scoring, scoring a goal a in the NHL. Yeah. There's For me, it was scoring no. a goal because I never fought. <laughs> <laughs> nothing beats the goal, man. Yeah, man. The goal's yeah, the best. Right? It's the best. When you, see the, that, when you see the mesh move and the light go on, you're just like, let's go, man. That's awesome. That's All awesome. right. So you get your first uh, light goes on. And the mesh moves, and the light goes on uh, against um, the, Dallas. Was it the Yotes? Oh, Dallas. Sorry, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Um, and uh, the night you fight Cassian. Um, what like that first fight? What did that do for you? Do you think, not just personally, but the fan base in the city and your teammates where you kind of, you know, arguably one of the tougher guys in the league, you just fucking laid waste to him. Yeah. I knew in my head, like they see me fight a few times in preseason, but I wasn't anything big, but I knew like at the bell center, I knew, we were up three, nothing or whatever in the first. And I knew, I knew what they had, they have a couple guys that'll, that'll fight. So I knew yeah. someone was, someone was going to try to do something. And I'm like, if one of those guys runs our guy, like I'm going to be there, like, especially when it's three, nothing. So Cassian ends up asking me, or he's chirping me off the face off. I was chirping him and then we ended up getting tangled up and fighting. And when we dropped those gloves, I was like, it's my first fight. Like 
this needs to be a good one. Like I need to, I need to make a statement. I'm out of nowhere. Like not, I'm not even like an American league fighter. Like I'm, I'm out, yeah. of, out of, I'm out of nowhere. None of these guys in the league really know me. So that's like, I had to put myself on the map there. So I'm like, I got to give this everything I got. So that ended up being why I fought so hard in that one. Oh, you did. And, yeah. Uh, that was a hell of a start. There's no question about it. Now you fought a few times since you fought the Laurier. Uh, you did well, you know, he connected, you connected. Um, and again, you're not, not every fight's going to be like Cassian, although you, you know, you certainly go for that. There's no question about it. And then, um, what I got to ask you, have, have you had a talk with your Slepkowski yet? About keeping his fucking head up. <laughs> no. I asked him. I said, "How many, how many dinners do you want to buy me there, big guy? Like, <laughs> keep your head down. I'll take your free dinners, man." <laughs> he always gets to the bench. Thank you, buddy. I'm like, like yeah. was it? Was that his up. first? Was that his first goal when you came storming like out of play, like out, out of nowhere? <laughs> you like, yeah, we guy, had right? we had so much adrenaline that game, and obviously, I fought casting the bait. I'm I'm buzzing on all cylinders and. He gets ran, and then I see, like, a perfect chance. I start flying in the zone. St. Louis like, what is this D-man going off for check for? I had to, I had to awesome. run in the guy, and then he scores. So we had some fun that game. So, yeah, that was pretty but funny. But, it's, yeah, he's got it. Go ahead. Sorry. He's just got to get his head up, man. Like, I tell him, like, yeah. man, guys are going to lay you out, man. I know you're a big kid, but, like, Especially yeah. a guy like Luke Shen, like that was a that was a big hit, man. And he's yeah. he's leading the league yeah, in hits, finishing all his hits. So, yeah, it's funny. Like you know, uh, when I, I and again we forget he is eighteen years old. You think back when you're eighteen, you're twenty one, you're still a baby in this league, but you have that three more years on that kid. You know, we're, here we are talking about eighteen year old kid playing at this level, and yeah, he got man body, but boy. There's a lot to learn when you get to this level, right? But exactly. incredible kid, though, right? Yeah, he's he's awesome, man. I never think he's 18. I always think he's my age. Like, if I go back to when I was 18, <laughs> I can barely play in junior. Like, he's <laughs> he's in the NHL now, so it's 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 pretty insane. Yeah, and I'm sure you give him a lot of um, comfort. There's a lot of comfort there, knowing that you know anybody's going to try him or do something, you're going to be there. And you've already shown that a couple times here for him. So good on you. And um, I know that goes a long way with your teammates. Um, Montreal and um, your, your roommates were Jordan Harris, right? Kid still? Yeah. You and no, no, we, we, we moved. Okay. So your roommates yeah. for a while. Um, yeah, we were. How uh, – it got to be a great feeling being on this team where – uh, there are so many young guys. You're not the only young guy. What? How's that make the situation for you here? That's no, great. It's great because when I when I came into junior, we we had an older team, and that was like it was like uncomfortable. It was like just a couple of us rookies, and it was just like it was a weird like feeling. Like it was such a separation. But with this team, we got so many so many new guys this year, so many rookies, and also so many young guys. Like Cole is my age. Kirby's my age. Like they're not, they're not like, they're not any, any older than me. So it's yeah. Suzuki, Suzuki's a couple years older than me. He's a captain of the team. Like it's, it's been great. Cause it's, it's a young team, but even the older guys are super, are super chill and they, they don't, they don't treat you like you're any, anything less than them. So that's been really good. But you're still like, you still like, are like, you know, 
you're last off the bus and last one to eat. Like they still got that stuff going. Yeah, you just do that just for respect. No, I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is a respect thing. So yeah. yeah. Did you guys do the rookie dinner yet? Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. How was that? Uh, it was good because we had a lot of guys to split with. But it was right. It definitely hurt to see that go. <laughs> what city? Where'd you guys do it? What city? Uh, Chicago, I think. Ah, yeah. That's where I'm from. Expensive yeah. bottles of wine. Oh yeah. Like they were lobster, crab everything, legs, everything. everything. Just pig everything. out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were right at home. You were like just eating as oh. much. Yeah. You oh were yeah. Like... It was like two, 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 maybe three hours, and I'm just I didn't stop eating for a second. <laughs> Got this wagyu steak I've never even heard of it before. I mean, you know, I'm like, this is insane. What is this? <laughs> wagyu. I never heard of wagyu before. I love that. Me too. Oh, awesome. Actually, they do. They have Wagyu at uh, Costco now. They do. do. They wow. sell it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I never, never had yeah. that before. But matter was... of fact, can you get us a um a deal on the uh, black cod at Costco? <laughs> no, nothing, no, man. I can't. Even even I when you can't. work, even when you work there, you didn't get any discounts. Everyone's yeah. saying, "Did you at least get discounts?" I said, "Absolutely not." No, you get a free membership. That's about it. Oh, so, that's amazing. So you, here you are in the big city, you living downtown, right, right near the Bell Center, huh? Commute to work, you just take the elevator down. That's the best. I used to do that when the old form was there. I live right next door. To I get on the elevator, down. I'm right there. Um, what do you just freaking love about this city, other than the hockey and the fans? Right, you love the fans, obviously they love you. But what what do you love about this city? Like. For me, it's just how passionate they are for the game. Like, like anywhere I walk, some somebody's noticing me, and I'm just like, how? Like, if I if I saw another NHL player walk in the mall, I probably wouldn't even wouldn't even think like on another team. I wouldn't even notice them. Like, they're just so passionate and so like diehard. It's it's insane, and I just love the city. There's so many restaurants. It's just everything about the city. I like. I like it. It's really good. Yeah, Canada's cool. nuts. Like, I mean, yeah. when I was in Winnipeg, I was like, people were, you know, at the grocery store and all shit noticing me. And then you go back to Chicago, and I'm like, why is no one talking to me? It's because, like, no one knows who the fuck I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're, like, almost spoiled. No, it's cool. Long season um, ahead of you. What do you think here when you look at this team? Now, I picked you guys not to make the playoffs this year with good reason. <laughs> we know what happened last year. And, um, Let's say, and I don't mind if I underestimated what I thought you guys could do this year, but you're certainly proving me wrong, and you're right in the hunt still. Um, do you think this is going to last this year? You guys, you got a shot to make these goddamn playoffs this year? Yeah, I think so. We got, honestly, a couple things to figure out. Like, our, we lose games, and when we lose games, it's because our mistakes. Like, we're not, we're not getting outplayed by the other team. Like, it's just from our errors, like – if we tighten up a few things, like we're going to win a lot of games. Like we played those four games on the road there. And we, we honestly, we got the first one in Calgary, like obviously Allen stood on his head, but all yeah. the other games we should have won clear out. Like we, we did it to ourselves. Those, those other games with the penalties and just the discipline. And other than that, like we should have won all those games. Like we all played, we all played Edmonton, I think, and Vancouver as well. Like, like those games are, 
we should have won those games. So we could have went four for four in this this road trip, which is pretty pretty good for a team who finished dead last last year. So I do believe we can keep it going, and I think it would be it would be really cool to make playoffs. Yeah, I, it would be. I'd love to see you guys prove me wrong, and I've certainly um, you've done a whole lot better than I thought. Now. You talked about it, but Edmonton, that parade to the penalty box. Who started that parade to the penalty box, by the way? You know who started it. <laughs> I, no, I felt I bad. Shit, man. I've oh, done that, that shit. I've done it before, and I saw you go in the box. I'm like, oh, please don't fucking score. They, and they then didn't, they, they, they didn't, but then they took a five on three, right? Or yeah, something? five on three. After and as that. soon as I got out, yeah. I, was, I was penalty killing as a forward, and they scored. Yeah. But as soon as. I didn't know it was McDavid, but as soon as he came around the net, I yeah. wanted to like slow him down a bit. I usually yeah. do that, and I get away with it. But I hooked him on the knees, and he, he like fell down. Yeah, I was I like, he, "You gotta be kidding me!" Yeah, he he did dive. The ref in the corner didn't even see it. He just saw him like he saw him lay on the ground. He looks over, his hand goes up. I was like, "No way!" Like we have this game, and I just took a stupid penalty. Right. Yeah, that, and he had already called the penalty on him, right? He already called. Yeah, the that's on why they, so, they called. Yeah, it, yeah. They called one on and him. And he bitched and him on. He was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I knew as soon as it was him, I was like, "If it's anyone else, maybe you I couldn't have breathed away. on him. You couldn't have bit no. went. You know, he, yeah. At that point, if anyone was touching him and he went down, it's automatic. You're going in the box. So, end up being me. I was. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" So <laughs> worse going back to the bench too after, and you're just like, "Don't say yeah. anything. Don't say anything." The coach is like. Yeah. You can't be doing that, man. You're just like, ah, yeah. sorry, man. What, um, Tim, what were you going to say? Oh, no, about... I was just going to say, like, what's it like playing against McDavid? I mean, is are they above him in dry settle? Because, like, you know, not saying starstruck, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, what's it like, you know? Uh, it's pretty you. cool, man. That guy's special. Like, the way he can skate and just cross over, like, gets that much speed. Like, it's out of nowhere. He's gliding, 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 takes three crossovers. He is gone, like. Those two together are the craziest I've seen on the ice. Like I, I don't even know how you get that good at the game. It's <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, cheating. Like, it's like how, like... <laughs> how are they? How are they that good? Like how? Yeah. Like Max, so hockey players. Oh, yeah, they're good. they're pretty good. You give them any chance on the power play, it's it's over. Like I mean, they scored three three power plays goals that game. Like it's it's not a chance you can stop those two on the power play. So, uh, mom and dad been down to some games. Yeah, a few. How's it been for them? They 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 gotta be like you're pinching yourself. They gotta be pinching themselves, right? Oh, it's it's over the moon for them. It's when they came in the room, like they looked around. They're like, "This this is your new life. Like this is this is your life." Like they, they saw gotta the be ship. so proud, yeah. right? So proud. They're like, right? "You did give it That's your awesome. all. You did give it your mm-hmm. all." <laughs> yeah, they they love it. Like my dad was asking me if he could take a take a video of the room. I'm like, Dad, like. I brought them in the room, and he's like, "Take a jersey, he's take a jersey, sticks. grab take, a couple take, sticks, take whatever you want, man." He's like, "Pictures he's like, with the coach." Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, "Can I, can I take a video?" I'm like, "Dad, man, like, get in there. Like, what's mine is yours. Like, we we did this together. So, like, oh, no, I want awesome. them to enjoy it. I want them do you to guys have it. like a do you guys have like a dad's or mom's trip this year planned? Yeah, we have a mom's trip in Nashville, Washington. So that'll nice. be good. Well, that's yeah. gonna be fun. God, they do. I so want to make things. sure she can go. Yeah, awesome. they awesome. they do so many things. When I see that I get jealous because I yeah like I would have loved to have gone on a trip. With my dad and my my dad made a couple trips, but not with all the other fathers. You know, no. I catch yeah. him somewhere on the road. But that's so awesome to get to experience that. I I just hope 
your mom gets a chance to go, it'll be fun. She's going to go. Awesome. She'll make, I'll make sure she goes. <laughs> <laughs> How about now you got a younger brother, okay, and he's playing junior now. Is it Florian? Yeah, Florian. All right, now Florian's playing junior now, um, and not like he's got to keep up with the brother, but uh, he's got big shoes to fill if he's going to do that. He's your younger brother, obviously, but – does he talk to you for advice? What position does he play? Is he forward, D-man? Or he's what's forward. What's going on with Florian? Yeah, he's a forward. He sometimes plays center, mostly wing, though. He's uh, he's a late bloomer, too, same as me. Like, he he takes his years to develop. I I personally think he should have went the school route, so he just has four more years after junior, like, guaranteed. Yeah. But he didn't really have interest in that, and he wanted to – he said, if you did it, why can't I type of thing? Like, Good for him. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's he's a tough kid, too. I, I, he was never really a fighter, like a fighting fighting kid. Obviously, when I when I would pick on him, that's about it. But <laughs> but uh, he had two fights last game, I think, in, in one game. So he's he, – I think he has like three or four fights this year already. So he's, he's – Can he tough, play a little bit, too? Yeah, he can play. He's, he's a good goal scorer. He, I think he's got good eight, skater. eight goals. Yeah. Yeah, good. he's pretty good, man. He's – he hasn't filled out to his body. I think he's he's like 170, 175 pounds, but I think he'll he's he's pretty tall. He's like around six three. So I think he'll once he fills out, he'll be he'll be a good player. He just needs some time. Well, I hope um, they they you know some of these scouts stop putting them on the fucking radar so they don't make the same mistakes, right? I, just even say, after, right, you never know. Even after I made, I got drafted to the OHL. Like I had a good year, and then he he didn't get drafted in the OHL. I was like, how how does no one just grab him? Like, how do you not just yeah. grab him? Then same thing happens. He plays in junior B. Every team invites him to the camp. Exact same as what happened to me. I'm like, and if he doesn't get drafted in the NHL, like someone just waste a pick on him or something, just just cause I don't know what's going on, man. Like, you gotta think you gotta think something happens for the kid, man. If if I did what I did. You know. Well, just maybe, just maybe, and I happen to think in a few years when it's his turn, um, you're going to carry some sway like you already do in this town. And you just say, hey, come on, invite him to camp, you know, yeah. Yeah. You, can, you know, you, you could help him out that way. And at least he gets an invitation to camp if you don't get drafted. And I mean, what the hell? Give him a sniff and see what he can do. They did it with you and Christ. They reap the rewards right now. It's awesome. So, um, um, yeah, Jesus, I could go all day here talking to you, but uh, you got a long season ahead of you, and um, I love where you're at, and I love the way you you're carrying yourself in this town. I want to see you keep going. I'm honestly, I'm proud of you. You know, I haven't played that role here for so many years, and to see you come on, I, I'm telling you, and we, we got to sit together at dinner at the bell center that night i mean i love this kid he's got he got the old school in him and i do you're a great kid and i i want to see nothing but good things for you in the future and uh just keep going there and and you know do your job keep playing the game the way you're playing it i, yeah. I rack up the points baby you, yeah you know, no get, i i agree <laughs> right just keep doing Montem- what you're doing keep smiling having fun man I, you could tell yeah. like you're you're just you know not taking this for granted man it's awesome i feel like i know you and your story's incredible. You know, you believe it or not, you're probably giving little kids hope, you know, so it's pretty cool. So keep doing what you're doing for sure. Uh, Thank you guys. Stuff. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
All right, Abba, good to, uh, again, I want to thank you for uh, joining us, and I appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk down the road here. All right, buddy? Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Awesome.